जय राधा माधवा कंजा बिहारी जय राधमाधा कुंज विहारी जय गोपीजनावल्लभिवरधारी जय गोपी जनावल्लभा गिरिवरधारी जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुनातिरावन चारी यमुनातिरावन जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौरा भक्त बृंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौरा भक्त बृंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौरा भक्त बृंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौरा भक्त बृंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौरा भक्त बृंद Hari bol Hari bol Hari bol nitagora Hari bol Nitagora Hari bol Hari bol Hari bol nitagora Hari bol जय जय प्रभुपा 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 जय जय प्रभुपा जय जगदगुरु श्रील प्रभुपा जगदगुरु Shri La Prabhupada Jaya
Jaya Patita Pavan Shila Prabhupada Patita Pavan Shila Prabhupada Jaya Patita Pavan Jaya Bhakti Vedanta Prabhupada Bhakti Vedanta Shila Prabhupada Jaya 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 Gurudev 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 Jaya Jaya Gurudev Jaya Jaya Gurudev Jaya Om Vishwabhad Paramahansa Pribhraj Vichajya Sotrasta Shishimad his Divine Grace, Srila Bhayacharanarvindam Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Discon Founder Acharya, BBT Founder Acharya, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Discon Guru Binda Ki Jai, Dhrantaraja Srimad Bhagavata Mahapurana Ki Jai, Srimad Bhagavad Gita Yatharupa Ki Jai, Sri 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 Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Shri, the, the, the Holy Appearance Day of the Original Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Shri Gauranga Mahaprabhu Ki Jai, Shri Gaurapurnima Mahatsava Ki Jai, Shri Gaurapurnima Mahamahatsava Ki Jai, Shri 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 Gaurabhakta Brinda Ki Jai, Nitai Gaurpimanande Hari Hari Bo. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories, all glories to Shishi Guru and Gorango. Glories to you, Srila Prabhupada. So please repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasme Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Sayam rupaha kadamahyam dadati svapadantikam vancha kalpa turubhascha kripasandubhya evacha patitanam pavanebhya vishnavebhya namo namaha nama om vishnupadaya krishna prishthaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swaminiti namine namaste saraswati deve goravani pracharine Nirvisheshanyavadi Paschata Deshatarine Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Shivas Adigura Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jai Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai Sri Gaur Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai So today we're reading from Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila, chapter 1, which describes the spiritual masters, text number 4. We'll do word for word and then uh, read the whole thing. Anarpita Charim Chirat Karunaya Avatirnaha 
कलौ समर्पयितुम उन्नता उज्ज्वल रसाम स्वभक्ति श्रीयम हरि पूरता सुंदरा द्यूती कदंबा Sandeepitaha Sada Rudeya Kandare Spuratu Vaha Sachinandanaha Anarpita Charing Chirat Karunavati Nahakalo Anarpita charing chirat karunaya vati naha kalo. Samar payitum Samar payitum unato jvalarasang swabhakti shriyang. Harihi purata sandara dyutikadamba sandipitaha. Hari Purata Sundara Dutikadamba Sandipitaha Sadar Deyakandares Puratu Vahasachinandanaha Sadar Deyakandares Puratu Vahasachinandanaha Anarpita charing chirat karunaya vatir naha kalo. Samar payitum unatto jvalarasang svabhakti shriyam. Harihi purata sundara dyutikadamba sandipita. Sadar deyakandares puratu vaha sachinandanaha. Please repeat. Anarpita charing chirat karunaya vatirnaha kalo. Samar payitum natta jvalar sang svabhakti shriyam. Harihi purata sandara dyutikadamba sandipataha. Sadarudya kandares puratu vahasachinandanaha. Anarpita charim chirat karunaya vatirnaha kalo. Smanarpayutom unatto jalarasang svabhakti shriyam. Harihi purata sundara dyutikadamba sandipitaha. Sadarudeya kandares puratu vahasachinandana. Marjis.
अनर्पिताचर्यम चिरात करुणया वतीर्ण कलो समर्पयुत मुनत्वज्वल रसांगस्वभक्ति श्रियां हरि पुरत सुंदर द्युतिकदाब संदीपीत सदा हृदय कंडरे स्फुत वह सच्चिनंदन अनर्पिता नाथ बिस्टोड चरेम हैविंग बीन फॉर्मली चिरात फॉर लॉन्ग टाइम करुणया बाय कॉसलेस मर्सी अवतीर्ण डिसेंडेड Kalo, in the age of Kali, samarpayitum, to bestow, unnata, elevated, ujvala rasang, the conjugal mellow, swabhakti, of his own service, shriyam, the treasure, harihi, the supreme lord, Purata, then gold, Sundara, more beautiful, duty, of splendor, Kadamba, with a multitude, Sandipitaha, lighted up, Sada, always, Ridaya Kandare, in the cavity of the heart, Spuratu, let him be manifest. Vaha, your Sachinandanaha, the son of Mother Sachi. Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Please repeat after me. May the Supreme Lord. who is known as the son of Srimati Sachidevi, be transcendentally situated in the innermost chambers of your heart, resplendent with the radiance of molten gold. He has appeared in the age of Kali, by his causeless mercy, to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before, the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service, the mellow of of conjugal love. So again, may the Supreme Lord, who is known as the son of Srimati Shachi Devi, be transcendently situated in the innermost chambers of your heart. Resplendent with the radiance of molten gold, he has appeared in the age of Kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no other incarnation has ever offered before, the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service, the mellow of conjugal love. So, um, how Srila Prabhupada wrote the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he sometimes gave the port in another chapter like that, you know, of the verse. So, in chapter 4, uh, Srila Prabhupada says, chapter 4 is about Gauranga Mahaprabhu's appearance. So it says, the, the, it actually talks about the confidential reasons uh, for the appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So there Prabhupada says, Lord Chaitanya appeared for three principal purposes of his own. His own purposes, three. And then there are purposes which are secondary. But for his purpose, he came three, three, three reasons. The first purpose was to relish the position of Srimati Radharani, who is the prime reciprocator of transcendental love of Sri Krishna. Lord Krishna is the reservoir of transcendental loving transactions with Srimati Radharani. The subject of those loving transactions is the Lord himself and Radharani is the object. 
Thus, the subject, the Lord, wanted to relish the loving mellow in the position of the object, Radharani. This is the first reason. The second reason for his appearance was to understand the transcendental mellow of himself. Lord Krishna is all sweetness. Radharani's attraction for Krishna is sublime. And to experience that attraction and understand the transcendental sweetness of himself, he accepted the mentality of Radharani. You might remember in the Srimad Bhagavatam, um, the Srimad Bhagavatam ends with the story of Krishna uh, sucking his own toes. You know, it's, uh, there's a an ocean, and in the ocean uh, there's a very large leaf, and on that leaf, Krishna, uh, in form of a baby, is on that leaf, and he's sucking his own toes, he's sort of like relishing his own mellow. So here he's doing the same thing, but this time he's going to do it as an incarnation that has some other purposes as well. The third reason that Lord Chaitanya appeared was to enjoy the bliss tasted by Radharani. The Lord thought that undoubtedly Radharani enjoyed his company and he enjoyed the company of Radharani. But the exchange of transcendental mellow between the spiritual couple, between the spiritual couple, was more pleasing to Srimati Radharani than to Sri Krishna. Radharani felt more transcendental pleasure in the company of Krishna than he could understand without taking her position. But for Sri Krishna to enjoy in the position of Srimati Radharani was impossible because that position was completely foreign to him. Krishna is the transcendental male and Radharani is the transcendental female. Now, we might remember earlier on it had been described that Radharani is the Ladini Shakti, the internal pleasure-giving potency of Radharani, of, of Krishna. And yet it says here that, uh, that Krishna does not, uh, actually does not understand Radharani's position completely. It's actually foreign to him. It's amazing how this statement is made because Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead himself. In the Bhagavatam, it is clearly described there was nobody but Krishna at one time. Then he manifests Radharani and Balaram, and then they start their manifestation process, and then the spiritual world, the material world, the living and the non-living entities appear. So originally, it is all Krishna, and actually everything and everyone is inside of him. That's also described. And yet, here it says that he does not understand Radharani. In fact, in one of the scriptures it is described the only three people who understand Radharani are Radharani herself, Lord Goranga Mahaprabhu, and Madhavinda Puripad. These are the only three persons who understand Radharani. And so the question can be asked, how can that even be, be true? But this is the nature of love. In the nature of love, there is an element that is called wonderment or curiosity, you know. It is said that the essence of love is curiosity. That's what happens in love. People become curious about another person like that. And they want to um, fulfill their curiosity. And the exchange of love happens in fulfilling curiosity. Now, in curiosity, one aspect that has to be there is that the other person is unknown, right? Right? If it's known, there's no curiosity. <laughs> there's no wonderment if you already know. You see what I'm saying? Like, say, for example, it happens often when we see new people coming to this temple, and then they look at the deities, and then they think, wow, I mean, this is amazing. This is so wonderful. And some of us think, well, we've seen the deities before. We don't feel that wonderment because we feel like we know the deities. You know, we've seen them before. But actually, it's not true. The fact is that the deities, every time they show themselves, are ever fresh. They're new, you know. But our mind likes to tell us, that, no, I've seen that before. Because the mind likes to think of itself as the enjoyer, the Lord, you know. Because the Lord is the enjoyer. Uh, this is why Lord Chaitanya's appearance is so important. Because Lord Chaitanya explains this point very clearly. 
that the nature of the soul is to be a servant, but the nature of the mind is to be the enjoyer. So the mind takes over, and then we think to ourselves that I'm a, I'm a lord, you know? And that's where everything starts going wrong, because we misidentify ourselves. That's the birth of the false ego. So here we can see Krishna has no false ego. He's ready to admit that he can't understand Radharani. You know? And he tests her so many times. And, and she comes out flying colors, like the most amazing personality with so much love in her heart for him that actually he breaks down and starts crying, thinking to himself, man, this is really bad. She really showed me up, you know, in a way that uh, it's clear that hands down, she is the much better personality here. She is the one who's got the greater character, you know? And that character is founded on love, and this is why this word love is very important. Like, you might, we might remember when we, when we do the Guru Puja to Srila Prabhupada, when we do Guru Puja, we say, Prema Bhakti Jaha Hoite Avidya Vinash Jate, right? We say that where there is Prema Bhakti, then Avidya or ignorance will become completely destroyed. Vinash means completely destroyed. Why doesn't it just say, where there is bhakti, then ignorance will be completely destroyed? Why does it have to say prema bhakti? You know, again, like in the Bhagavad Gita, a very important statement is made that, I mean, to summarize the Bhagavad Gita, the summary of the Bhagavad Gita is that the purpose of life is to engage in the loving devotional service of Krishna joyfully, comma, tolerating all kinds of impediments, where there's the two parts to spiritual life. There is the eternal part to it and there's a temporary part to it. The eternal part to it is joyful. The temporary part of it is all kinds of impediments, you know? You have to tolerate all kinds of impediments like that. So, but then it says that the purpose of life is to engage in the loving devotional service. Why doesn't it just say the purpose of life is to engage in the devotional service of Krishna joyfully, comma, tolerating all kinds of impediments? Why is that word loving put in there? This is the essence of Lord Chaitanya's appearance. He actually appeared to taste the mellow of that love that Radharani had for him, for Krishna, and which he couldn't understand. He wanted to understand it. So the best way to understand it is actually to experience it, right? One might have knowledge, but one must have experience, which is vijnana. Jnana is knowledge, must have vijnana. We can see even Krishna is in that position. That tells us how powerful pure love is. It's so powerful that even mesmerizes Krishna, <laughs> which is hard to understand. Philosophically, it's very hard to understand that point. But we can see the preeminent position of love and why when Srila Prabhupada left his body, what was his final uh, request? Please, if you want to show your love to me, do it by cooperating with one another. Because in cooperation, when it's based on love, it'll be real cooperation. When it's based on anything else, it will be artificial cooperation. You know, it's just like make-believe cooperation, right? Okay, I'll get along with you just because I have no choice. But when you cooperate based on love, that's real cooperation where you can even be ready to do something you really don't want to do. You really, really don't want to do it, but you'll do it anyway because of love. So many times we see in loving exchanges this happens. So here... um, Prabhupada continues. Therefore, I mean, then it, then it says here uh, um, that Krishna is the transcendental male and Radharani is the transcendental female. Therefore, to know the transcendental pleasure of loving Krishna, Lord Krishna himself appeared as Lord Chaitanya. To understand what is love of Krishna, he appears as Lord Chaitanya. Accepting the emotions and bodily luster of Srimati Radharani. In this world, people think that if you want to love me, I know what it will take to love me, right? I should know what it will take to love me. That's naturally how people think in this world, but it actually is completely false. That statement is completely false. Because if you think you know what love is, then that's not love. That's just your false ego talking. It's just your mind trying to build an illusion that you understand yourself. Because the reason you cannot understand yourself is because you are eternal. So how can you understand something that is always always growing and always expanding? It means it's going to be newer and newer and newer, right? 
It's ever fresh. This is the beauty of Krishna consciousness. This is why the Krishna consciousness movement is very powerful. Despite the fact that the movement makes so many mistakes, so many things go wrong, so many things are upside down, dysfunctional, this, that, and the other. You know? When we go out preaching, people uh, think, wow, it's so nice you became a devotee, you're so lucky you became a devotee. And I tell people that when you become a devotee of Krishna, you will lose your wealth. You will lose your health. You will lose your sanity. You lose everything when you become Krishna conscious. The only thing you will gain is Krishna. But that is not the only thing. With Krishna comes the whole package of absolute reality in the form of pure bliss. That's what happens when Krishna comes. We have to give up this notion of me, I, me, and mine, you know, Ammamayati. So here, Krishna is showing it by his own example. So if Krishna does that, why don't we just follow that example instead of... And, and the reason is false ego, but this is why Lord Chaitanya's appearance, it is said, has never happened before that Lord Chaitanya explained it so clearly that even fools can understand the truth. <laughs> you know? In this world, they say fools can't even understand knowledge, right? They can't be smart. They're fools, so they can't understand knowledge. But here we can see that the highest absolute truth can be understand, understood by a fool. How? By the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Just by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya appeared in order to fulfill these confidential desires and also to preach the special significance of chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And to answer the call of Advaita Prabhu. These were the secondary reasons. So, to pro- propagate the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, uh, which is the Sankirtan, uh, which is uh, um, um, the glorification of Radha and Krishna, of Lord Balaram, like that. And to actually fulfill the, uh, the call of Advaita, Advaita, uh, of Advaita uh, Advaita Acharya. Now, what was Advaita Acharya's call? Why did he call Goranga Mahaprabhu on the planet? He wanted the Sankirtan movement to be inaugurated. Advaita Acharya realized that the devotees in Kali Yuga are going to be so fallen. I mean, devo- the, the pers- persons in Kali Yuga, the living entities in Kali Yuga are going to be so fallen that the only way that they can actually come to know about spirituality, God consciousness, Krishna consciousness, is by the process of Sankirtan. And he needed somebody to come and start that Sankirtan movement who was going to be so powerful and strong that the Sankirtan movement would be started on the best footing, the topmost footing. So he invited Krishna and says, you have to come yourself. Oh Krishna, you have to come yourself. Oh Radharani, you have to come. Then this movement will get inaugurated. So then Gauranga Mahaprabhu appears as Krishna with the attitude of Radharani, with the luster, the devotional luster of Radharani, like that. Sri Sarup Damodar Goswami was the principal figure among Lord Chaitanya's confidential devotees. The records of his diary have revealed these confidential purposes of the Lord. These revelations had been confirmed by the statements of Srila Gos- Rupa Goswami in his various prayers and poems. So, then, on a website about Goranga Mahaprabhu, this thing is further elaborated. So it talks about Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Kali Yuga avatar, and he descended for the purpose of establishing Yuga Dharma, which is the age of the chanting, which in this age is the chanting of Lord Krishna's names. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in the guise of a devotee to perfectly show how the process of devotion should be followed and applied. It is something like a teacher drawing on the blackboard A, B, C. We should not think the teacher himself is learning the alphabets. When he's writing the A, B, C, the teacher is not learning the alphabets, but he is doing it to show us how to write properly. So Gauranga Mahaprabhu did that. He came very simple way how you can become fully Krishna conscious. 
The inner purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's incarnation was to experience the devotional love that Radharani has for Krishna. He wanted to experience the process of bhakti from the side of the devotee. In other, age, in other ages, the Lord incarnates along with his weapons for destroying the demons. But in Kali Yuga, he shows special mercy to the demons by delivering them with Nama Sankirtan. It is described that in, in Kali Yuga, there are practically only demons on this earth. Actually, the Srimad Bhaktam makes it very clear. Srimad Bhaktam says that everyone born in Kali Yuga is born all bad. They're born all bad. There's no, no good in anybody who's born in Kali Yuga. I mean, that's a very powerful statement if you think about it, you know. That's a pretty heavy statement, you know. So obviously, everyone is demon. Some people like to think they're not, but actually we are all demons. Actually, we do come from uh, Prahlad Maharaj's dynasty. So that was a demoniac dynasty. So we all are actually from that, all, everybody. If you go back, either it's either 50 or 80 generations, they say, you will, we will see that we are from that dynasty. All the trees go back to that one tree. You know, like that. So it's described... So if the Lord were to kill the demons, there would be nobody left. Instead, he chose to kill the demoniac tendency within the heart of the demons by giving them Krishna Bhakti. How sweet, huh? How sweet. Sri Chaitanya is described in the following verse composed by Srila Rupa Goswami. Namo Mahavadanyaya, Krishna Prema Pradayate, Krishnaya, Krishna Chaitanya Namine Gaura Tushe Namaha. I offer my respectful obeisances unto Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is the most merciful incarnation. He has appeared in a golden color for the purpose of freely distributing pure love of Krishna. In other incarnations, Lord Krishna would require the devotee to first surrender unto him. Sarvadharman Parityaja, Mame Gam Sharanambraja. But in the incarnation of Sri Chaitanya, he would go to the non-devotees and freely distribute Krishna Prem to all. You can see how previous ages Krishna would only go to the devotees <laughs> and say to them, Sarva Dharma give up all varieties of religion and surrender purely to my lotus feet. But Goranga Mahaprabhu, he's not worried about the devotees. He's okay with the devotees. He goes to the non-devotees and says to them, you can have Krishna Prema. No surrender required. I mean, that's amazing. That is truly amazing. This is the unique blessing of this age of Kali, because Gauranga Mahaprabhu appeared in this age of Kali. It's the unique blessing of this age. Despite it being the most sinful age, the process of self-realization is the simplest and most accessible to all classes of men. So, uh, today is the celebration of Lord Goranga Mahaprabhu's appearance. And um, fortunately for us, you know, our temple is open and people can come and celebrate today. Uh, we could easily have been caught in the situation like some other temples are, where in their city things are going really south because of the fact that, you know, the virus is going around, which... The problem with this virus is there are two real big problems with it. One is you don't know you have it when you have it <laughs> until it's a little late, you know, in the day. When you find out you have it, you're pretty much at a already advanced stage of the virus, you know. This is why normal flu does not kill many people because it, you sort of get the symptom first. You figure it out, oh, the throat is scratchy, you're sneezing a lot, you know, your sort of fever is there. Something's happening, so you know, oh, I must have caught the flu or something, you know. And then you do something about it immediately, so you sort of catch it in the very uh, formative stages of the program, you know. But in this one, it goes to a more advanced stage before you actually catch it. So it's got to sort of hold on you a little stronger now and can really mess things up within the system. And especially for those whose immunity is low, etc., it really wreaks havoc within the system, you know. But the second problem with it is that... There is no known cure at that stage. The cure is really at the earlier stages 
like when you just got it or when you haven't got it. I mean, prevention is the best. But you, even if you just got it and you treat it, it does get treated just like flu. But the thing is, you don't know at that stage. It's a little late. And so, this is why it's wreaking havoc. And, and the third reason it's wreaking havoc is, you don't know who's got it. Because there's no symptom. And, you know, people are traveling all over the place from one country to another, from one city to another. So I can't imagine any city, major city like Dallas, not having somebody who actually caught it. I mean, just heard recently, right, in CPAC, uh, somebody caught it. And, you know, those all those people who turned up at that program uh, exposed themselves to it. One of the senators decided that he was going to self-quarantine himself because it's the right thing to do, right? To figure out, did I catch it or not catch it? Because it's very likely you'll catch it if you're in the midst of people. You know, one of our very, very dear devotees in London, uh, he's, he's pretty much on his deathbed right now. His kidney is completely failing him. And he's young, he's not old, and a uh, uh, strong boy. His father went out somewhere, caught it, came home, gave it to the son. Father's recovering, but the son's in, in a mess. You know, you think just the opposite. The father is the older person, right? He should be in the mess, not the son. <laughs> the younger one, but the younger one is in a mess. You see, so it's unpredictable what it hap- what happens. And then they had to shut the whole temple down, you know? They, they had a huge celebration coming up, not just for Gopurnima, but they were setting up a new section in the temple, and you know, it's doing extremely well. The Bhaktivedanta Manor Temple is doing extremely well. And they had to just completely shut it down. Absolutely no program at all. You know? So, so in, in this age, these are the types of difficulties that happen in this age. And it makes it clear to all of us that the, what is the purpose of human life? Why we were born as humans? You know? There are 8,400,000 species of life, but in the lower species of life, lower than the human species of life, the, 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 the purpose of the human species of life is not there in those lower species. In the human species, the purpose of life is actually to understand that we're in the wrong place. We need to go back home again. We need to go back home, back to Godhead. We, uh, the Vedanta Sutra, which is the conclusion of the Vedas, starts with the statement that now that you have a human form of life, your purpose is to uh, understand the supreme absolute truth. Atharto Brahma Jignasa. Now that you have come to the human frame of life. And, but the thing is, if you look at the people around, nobody is looking for the all absolute truth. Even if you speak the absolute truth in their face, they still ignore you, right? They say, I'm good. I'm okay. I don't need you. you know, Chakri Prabhu was telling me and Mother Vishnu Priya are telling me this morning, but they always go out and set up a table, you know, and they have a number of things on the table. They have the books and then they have some prasadam as well, you know. And so they'll show the people a book and they'll say, no, I'm good. And then they'll give them some, no, I'm good. No one to prasadam either. And who are these people? Most of these people who come, the store they're at is an Indian store. So the most of the people who come there are Indians, right? You know, you'd think, because it says there, Bharata Bhumite, Ahoyla Janmayar, you know, that, that the person were born in India, should actually, the purpose of life should be to uh, to help other people so that they will understand the purpose of life and do for them, for the others, what is the best for those others, right? So at least you'd think that their birth is a little more advanced, right? And if they say, I'm good, then, you know, what's the opportunity here? Everybody thinks I'm fine, you know? And then when something like this virus comes around, then, you know, they all get all worried about it and uh, completely, you know, they, they lose, their, lose their minds. They'll go to the supermarket and buy a whole shelf out, you know? They'll empty the shelves. <laughs> and you're not going to protect yourself from the virus by emptying the shelves of the supermarket. No matter how much Purell you have in your house, you'll still get it if you're going to get it. And all that Purell is not going to save you. You know? So, yes, we need Purell because it helps us or whatever other thing that we're using to keep our hands clean. But even simple washing your hands with simple soap does the same thing. You don't need 
high-level expensive items, simple soap, washing with simple soap in your hands, does the job. You know? But because people are so confused, they're so much full of ignorance, they don't understand. And this is what Krishna saw happening in the material world. And, and, and when he came himself and he met the people, he's the supreme personality of God, and people didn't realize he was uh, you know, a great person. Forget that he was the supreme personality of Godhead. Some people on the planet didn't even realize that he was a great person, even though it was obvious that he was a great person. He looked very beautiful, very, you know, statuesque person. When he spoke, the words that came out of his mouth were like pure nectar, you know. Even the demons couldn't understand that. In the story of Mahabharat, there's a, uh, like a, 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 a little of a bad character, a flat character named Shakuni, you know. Shakuni is the maternal uncle of Duryodhan, and he's egging him on, you know, all the time. But Shakuni understood that Krishna was smart. When Duryodhan came back to announce to Shakuni, oh, I'm so happy the Narayana army, the army of Krishna is going to fight on our side, Shakuni said to him, you fool. You should have taken Krishna. You shouldn't have taken the army of uh, his army. He's the one you really need on your side. And he's a demon himself, and yet he knew that Krishna was great. You know, but many people didn't know that. So Krishna could see that the status of the world had become so bad that people's minds were not working properly. Nothing with a person was working properly. You know? And we are all his children, so obviously he loves us. So he wanted to come to inaugurate, so he came as, came as Gauranga Mahaprabhu to inaugurate this movement, the Sankirtan movement. And what is the Sankirtan movement? What does Kirtan mean? Kirtan comes from the Sanskrit word kirtiyate. And kirtiyate means to glorify. If you glorify, that is called kirtan. Kirtiyate ita kirtana. Kirtiyate iti kirtana, it's described. So basically the idea is that, idea is to glorify Krishna. Now how can you glorify Krishna? You can glorify Krishna by chanting his holy names. You can glorify Krishna by uh, uh, distributing prasadam, Right? You can glorify uh, Krishna by distributing books of knowledge. But what are the even more simpler ways? I mean, these ways are nice. They're very powerful, and we should do those. But there are even simpler ways to glorify Krishna. Can you think of some of those? How can you glorify Krishna? Outside of these big three. Or the deity worship, which is maybe big four. (laughs) It is big four, actually. So outside of these big four, how can we glorify Krishna? What's the easiest way, huh? Hearing. Yeah, if you hear yourself, you're going to become, yeah, it's glorification. If you hear. But how can you glorify so others will hear? So others will. Because the devotee's purpose is really to spread the message, to go out and uh, help others, to do welfare activity for others, right? So how do we do that? What are some simple ways to do that? Huh? Yeah, you're preaching. Preaching, I already said pretty much. You, yeah, what way are you going to preach? Chanting, yeah, those I said. Prashadam, yeah, those I said. Those are the big four. Outside the big four, the most, the biggest thing you can do to preach, and it's bigger than the big four, is you can be nice to people, smile at people, be nice to others, be gentle to others, because what are people looking for all the time? What are people looking for all the time? They're looking for peace. They're looking for happiness. They're looking for love. They're looking for affection, right? We can see when the people outside are are suffering, do we notice that they're not getting affection, much affection from others, right? They're not. Even inside the family, sometimes they don't get affection. We hear children running away from families. Why would children run away from a family? Because they're not getting affection in that family. You see what I'm saying? Something's going wrong. Because when there's affection, even if there's much, not much food and drink, a person will stay. It's been proven psychologically that a person will follow affection before they'll follow their physical needs. If they get love, they'll stay, even if they get no food. What's a good example in this world of that? What's an animal that does that? You give it no food, but it'll stay there if you give it love. The dog. The dog. 
They found dogs that are completely emaciated, meaning they were not given any food or drink, but the dog hung, hung around, hung around. The dog didn't go out looking for food. Why? Because it loved the master. It felt some love from the master. I mean, what type of master is not feed them? I don't know, but you know, he might have been petting the dog or something. The dog hung around for the love. So really, the biggest thing we can do as devotees is actually to show some love to others. Don't try to correct them. Look at what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does. He doesn't go and say, Sarva Dharman Paritija. He can do it. He's the Lord himself. He has every right to say that. He doesn't. He goes to devotees, and they are non-devotees. What does it mean to be non-devotee, by the way? <laughs> Prabhupada said, a non-devotee is a person who has no good character. <laughs> Means they're really lousy characters. <laughs> you know? They have no good qualities. That's what he says. That's a non-devotee. He goes to such people with no good character, and you'll find a lot of them in this world who are like that. <laughs> Practically everybody has no good character. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he freely gives them Krishna Prema. So why shouldn't we be doing the same thing? We are his followers. We should be doing the same thing. We tend to, you know, play a little uh, holier-than-thou game. You know, I'm a devotee, you're like, what are you? What are you? You know, you don't even know anything. You're an ignorant fool. You know, you're not taken to this process. But actually, it's just the wrong way to deal with people. The right way to deal with people, just show them some love and affection. If you can do a little bit for anybody, that person will become, they'll remember you. They'll remember, this person was nice to me. And if you remember the four methods that Krishna gives in the Bhagavad Gita, how to come to him? First he says, give your life to me, right? Fully surrender, give everything up to me. If you can't do that, give me all your money. Because he knows. <laughs> for, our, for us, our money is more important than our own life, right? It's like, you know, we hang on to the money. So Krishna says, give me all your money. Okay, now if you don't want to do that, then he says, well, at least study the literature, you know, learn the knowledge and become renounced. And what is the fourth method he gives? So if you can't do any of those, at least be nice to my devotee. Be nice to my devotee. If you're nice to my devotee, I will give you Krishna Prema. So, when we are nice to people, automatically they're going to be nice to us, right? That's automatically going to happen. At least they're going to have a nice thought. By the way, that's another big thing about Kali Yuga. In the other Yugas, uh, even if you thought something wrong, you the sin uh, attaches immediately. In Kali Yuga, you can think something wrong, it's still okay, but when you do it, then the sin attaches immediately. Right? In other yugas, if you thought of doing good things, no uh, benefit comes. But when you do it, then the benefit comes. In Kali Yuga, if you think of doing something good, the benefit comes immediately. If you just think of it, it comes. How wonderful is Kali Yuga, right? So if we're nice to people, and they have a good thought about us, just think, Thank you. That person was nice to me. That person gets good results right there. That's the fastest way to preach. You know, people may not take a book, they may not take the prasadam, they may not come to the temple, they may not chant Hare Krishna. You see what I'm saying? But they will reciprocate if you love them. They will reciprocate. Because that's what they're hungry for. Always looking for love. You know? So, so this is Goranga Mahaprabhu's teaching to us. This is the great treasure that he opened it up for us and said, this is the greatest treasure. Now, obviously, we're going to benefit a lot in this process as well because the teacher is the best student, right? So if we're nice to somebody and they become Krishna conscious, you know the best benefit you're going to get out of that? What is the top benefit? Apart from the fact that Krishna will be happy with you and bless you and then, of course, everything will happen. <laughs> Let's leave that aside. What is the best benefit you get if someone you touched decided to just appreciate you, just decided to appreciate you for a for moment, moment's appreciation. Now, because that moment's appreciation, which is called Agyata Sukriti, by the way, they're going to become Krishna's devotee. Okay? It's clearly stated, they will become Krishna's devotee. But the, the benefit we get from that is everything that person will do as Krishna's devotee will come to you. How nice is that? Imagine you want to become a rich man, right? 
and you go to Jeff Bezos, and you say, hi. And he says, hi. And imagine all his bank balance transfers to your account just because you said hi. And he said hi back to you. I mean, that would be an easy process to make money, wouldn't it? Heck, that would be a very easy process. But that's exactly our process. It's exactly our process. By the way, you can do it to an animal and you get the same results. You don't only have to do it to a human. You can be nice to a dog. The dog wags its tail. You're going to get all the benefit of that dog for all its future lives into eternity because you help the dog become Krishna conscious. Because you're a devotee, and this is why Prabhupada says to us, become a devotee. Krishna says the same thing in Bhagavad Gita, become my devotee. What does it mean to become my devotee? It means simply that I am, I am voluntarily choosing I want to love Krishna. I want to love Krishna. I may not love Krishna because I have no capacity to love Krishna. I'm such a rascal. I can't get it right. But the desire is in my heart that I want to love Krishna. Remember, in Kali Yuga, the desire brings complete results. Ado Shraddha. Shraddha is like a desire, right? It's a faith, but it's based on desire. It's a longing. You know? So just the fact that we desire to do something good gives us the result. So we become devotees. Now we become devotees, we should go and touch everybody. Just go and touch them. And it's like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen sleeping grass. You ever seen sleeping grass? You know, if you touch it, it goes to sleep. It'll fold. It's called sleeping grass. You know, it grows a lot in Fiji, so I know about it, you know. We play games, you know. Because the thing is that like the whole park would have sleeping grass in it. You touch one side and it starts having a domino effect on another. But it doesn't go too much further and it stops again. Then you've got to go and touch again. And you've got to touch the grass everywhere, all the grass sleeps. It's awake and falls to sleep. Called sleeping grass. So this is the opposite. The sleeping soul wakes up. If you touch them, they wake up. And there is no easier process than this. There is no easier process. Yes, it's nice if we can give them a book. I mean, that's advanced. That's like university level preaching now, you know. But primary school preaching, high school preaching, which is equally powerful, by the way, because preaching is absolute. Preaching, there is no such thing as, you know, high and lower preaching. Preaching is preaching. It's absolute. No matter what level you are at, it has absolute results. Just like if you give a book, the person who touches the book, everything that person is going to do in their future that's going to be great in their spiritual life is going to come to you because you gave the book. Just, just if they touched it, by the way. That's why book distributors, when they go out, they may not distribute the book, but what they do is, the first thing they do is they put the book in the hand of the person before they can even think about it. <laughs> they shove the book right into the hand. And the guy has no choice, right? Because the reflex action is, if someone's pushing a book towards you, you're going to hold it, right? It's reflex action. That's all it is. But they touched it. They touched the book. They have to become a devotee now. <laughs> how amazing is that? <laughs> so, this is our process. And this is what Gauranga Mahaprabhu came and gave us. Before that, there was no such conceptions like this. You had to do a lot to get a little. <laughs> now you have to do a little to get a lot. All because of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. What a sweet personality, right? He says, if you just dance in front of my deity, you will go back to Godhead. And we have the deity right here. All you have to do is just force yourself to dance a little, that's all. Just jump up and down, like, you know, Sam does, right? He just jumps up and down, you know? May not be much happening, but you see him, he's just jumping up and down. Can you imagine what's happening with Gauranga Mahaprabhu and him? He's fulfilling Gauranga Mahaprabhu's instruction. Dance in front of me, that's all. Sam may not be even thinking about Gauranga Mahaprabhu at the time when he's dancing. But he's dancing. Gauranga Mahaprabhu doesn't say, think about it while you're dancing. He just says, dance in front of my deity and you're back to Godhead. I mean, how easy is that process? But what pleases Gauranga Mahaprabhu the most is when you go and touch others. So this idea today is Gaurapurnima. So let's take this idea today and, you know, whenever we see anybody, at least smile to the person, even if they're bad with us, even if they're nasty to you, you know, they sort of scowl at you, just smile back at them. 
Inside, they will appreciate it. Outside, they'll continue to scowl because that's their false ego, right? They want to prove that, you know, you're not going to make me change. I'm going to scowl you anyway. That's okay. But inside their heart, they'll feel, man, this person will be nice to me. <laughs> that's rare. That's rare in this world to have someone nice to you. It's very rare. You know? So, this is the very great advantage of today's program that we're, it's our refueling day, you know? It's the day when we're going to refuel with Gauranga Mahaprabhu's love of Krishna because he has the most love of Krishna. Nobody has more love of Krishna than Gauranga Mahaprabhu. And he wants to give it to us. You know, he's like that huge petrol station with, I mean, all that huge, uh, what do they have at the bottom? The, uh, the, the fuel tanks, right? He's like that unlimited size ocean full fuel tank full of love of Krishna. And he wants to give it to us. And today is the day. He gives it to us freely any day, but on this day especially, he gives this to us in very large quantity. So we should refuel today so that for the rest of the year, you know, we can go and just distribute that. And we, we won't finish, by the way. No matter how much you distribute, you won't be able to finish it all because he gives so much, you know. But then we'll come back and greedily take more anyway. You know how sometimes you feel nice and full, but you see some nice prashad and you think, I better pack some. <laughs> Even though you're full, you know. You're not going to eat any right now, but you're going to pack it anyway. Why? Because it looks so appealing. <laughs> you know, it just gives you a smile just looking at it. And you think, I better save some. I'm going to eat it later. When I get hungry, then I'll eat it. And you may not eat it. It may go bad in the refrigerator. And then you'll throw it out. Somebody else could have eaten it, but you threw it out. But that's the greedy nature of a person. We're greedy. So we should be greedy for this blessing of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. And by the way, the person who becomes happiest when we approach Gauranga Mahaprabhu is Lord Nityananda. That is why one of Lord Chaitanya's name is Nityananda Prana. Means that the, the life force of Lord Nityananda is Gauranga Mahaprabhu. So whenever we do anything related to Gauranga Mahaprabhu that is going to glorify Gauranga Mahaprabhu or approach him in any way, you know, uh, relate with him in any way, then Lord Nityananda becomes ecstatic. And then he doubles up and gives us even more blessings, you know. And as we know, Lord Nityananda is an avaduta. He doesn't even believe in rules and regulations. If you hear some of the stories when he was around, you'd think, how can anybody even do that? And then then he's even God. I mean, that's even worse. You know, like he would chase Muslim girls and tell them, you have to marry me, you know. You're so beautiful, I'm so nice, I'm such a nice man, you're such a nice girl, I'm going to marry you. And then, you know, the, the Muslim custom is if you touch the girl, you have to marry her. You touch it, you marry it. Just like, you know, in this America, we say you break it, you buy it, you bought it. So the, their system used to be at that time, it's not like that now because they become very fallen too, everybody's become fallen. But at that time, the culture was a little more advanced. You touch a Muslim girl, you marry that Muslim girl. And make sure you take care of her nicely after that. He would go around and hug the girl, Muslim girls. And they would think, wow, you lost our Muslim culture. This is a Hindu guy. He just touched me. You don't want to be touched by Hindus. <laughs> and this guy would just go on, you know. Then he'd take his coping off right in front of them. And put his coping on their heads to bless them. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> I mean, that's, a, I, that's the Lord. I would have so many wives. <laughs> <laughs> type of person he is, you know, he's just, he's just got one interest, how somebody will touch my Goranga, that's it. And he does all of this only for one purpose, by the way. There's only one purpose behind everything Lord Nityananda does, you know what I mean? And that is to please Goranga Mahaprabhu. His whole body is all soul, just like our body is not all soul, right? It's, you know, it's body and mind and thousand old type of junk and a little soul there, you know, somewhere sitting here. But Lord Nityananda's body is all soul. You know? And that soul is all about pleasing Gauranga Mahaprabhu. How smart he is, right? So if he's that smart, we should become smart too. We should make our life fully Gauranga Mahaprabhu. Everything about our life should be Gauranga. You know? Every cell in our body should be chanting loudly, Gauranga! Like that. 
Yeah. This is our process. And today is that day when we can actually ask for this, beg for this, even though we are totally, I know I am, completely and totally unqualified. 100%. I'm so sure in my mind, I can bet all my money on it. Not that I have much money, but anyway. <laughs> whatever I have, you know, you hang on to whatever you get, right? <laughs> whatever you have. I can bet all of it on it. I'm not qualified. But despite our qualifications, despite my qualification, I can still ask on this day, Gauranga Mahapu, please give me your blessings so that I may please you in my life. And that, that anything I will do into eternity is only to please you. Because Lord Goranga is Krishna at his best. When his love for Radharani overflows him, his color changes from gold, from black to gold. From golden, uh, from bluish black to golden white. Like that. Hare Krishna. I'm going to stop here. Ask if anybody would like to say something or ask any question. No? Thank you very much. All the best. Vanchakapaturvascha, Kripasandubi Evacha, Patitanam Pavanebhya, Vishnava Bhyanamo Nama, Anantakoti Vishnava Brinda Ki Jai, Shri Goranga Mahaprabhu Ki Jai, Shri Gora Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai, Nitai Gaur Pemanande, Hari Hari Bo. Gora Bhakta Brinda, like the little Gorangas running around, you know. <laughs> jai, Shri Gora Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai. <laughs>